really the heart of what we do, all that we do, is that people would come to know Jesus. We believe the greatest message ever given to this world was the message of Jesus Christ come to redeem the world and His brokenness. The only cure for the brokenness of humanity is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we just so thankful you're here and God loves you and God's got a great plan for you. We'd love to share more about that with you. I wanna read from Ephesians chapter three as I build off the heart of what Pastor Luke shared. Uh, and it's just uh, so big what God is, has done and what God is doing. And I just wanna expand on that here locally at Botany. Ephesians 3.20 simply says this, Now to him who is able, God is able, friends, to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we dare ask, think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams. According to His power, not my power, not your power, but His power that's at work within us, to Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever. Amen. Vision Sunday. I wanna encourage us just this morning uh, in the few moments I have just to lean into the bigness of God, the bigness of vision, and let's believe that God is able and God is big enough and God is far beyond what we can comprehend and that what He wants to do with us and through us and in us is far more than we've ever seen and we've ever known. Uh, you know, I'm uh, so thankful for this church. I remember as a young man, uh, at about 17, 18 years old, walking into church for the very first time in the year 2000. Uh, and in 2000, I walked in here as a young man, lost, looking for purpose, looking for meaning, never stepped foot in a church in my life, but had this deep sense and longing for something bigger than myself. And I walked into church, and uh, as I got to the front door, someone shook my hand. I still don't know who that person was, but they, they welcomed me with a smile and with a handshake. There was this genuine love and warmth that they had for me when I walked in, and it really astounded me. It really struck me that someone who didn't even know me would welcome me with such love and such care. And then I came into the service, and there was all these weirdos with their hands lifted high, singing songs uh, that I thought were just kissing up to God, you know? And uh, they're just singing all these lovely songs about how amazing God was. And I didn't fully understand it, but what I did find was this amazing sense of the presence of something bigger than me. There's a, what I know now is the presence of God. I was just like, I felt safe and I felt loved. And the weirdest thing was I felt like I was at home. I don't know if you've ever walked into a place and you've never been there before, but you feel like you've just come home. And I walked into this building and I was like, man, I feel like I'm home. There's something bigger than me here. And I was so overwhelmed and overcome with this sense of purpose and joy and love. It was just overwhelming. And then a few weeks later, I came back to church and I, I came down the front at the end of a service and I got on my knees and I gave my life to Jesus. And from that day to this day, my life has never, ever been the same. I'm so thankful for this church. I'm so thankful for Elam. I'm so thankful that God positioned a church in this community that I could come to. I'm so thankful for a church that God placed in this time and this season for someone like me to come and find what I found in God. And, and this week I asked on social media and, and a few other platforms for people to share with me their Elam story. And, and I wanna share a few of them with you this morning. Is that okay? Uh, here we go. Being part of Elam has changed my life for the better. When I came to Elam, I found freedom. I grew in character. I found purpose and I found my church family. I also met my husband who, was, who had attended Elam since 2005. We met at a prayer meeting one night. Always go to prayer meeting, church. You never, you never know. Always different. As an immigrant to this country, Elam has been my home away from home. Elam's helped me to grow, to learn, to heal with the help of God and others in this congregation. Another story, when I was 18 years old, I was invited to Oxygen by a friend. 
That simple invitation resulted in me not only finding God and receiving salvation, but also discovering my gifts and my purpose, and I found them through serving in this house. My life is now the result of being planted at Elam. Here's another story. Elam has been my stepping, stepping stone to having a relationship with God. I come from a highly religious Hindu background with a tumultuous past. One night I asked God, any God, if he was real to show me a sign, and he did, straight away. A sign that was put into place literally 25 years before that night, a sign that led me to Elam and to Alpha, and being at Elam has opened up a whole new way of life for me. I now work at Elam Golfland's campus. My daughter now goes to school there. I worship here, and my whole life has been turned around from what it was to what it is now. God has really been so good to me. I feel blessed and I have hope where there was no hope before. I believe that all churches are amazing, but I know that Elam is where God wanted me to be for the season I was in and for what I needed. Elam is a place that for me has not left me unchanged. One more story. In 2004, the church had asked people to put the names of people they wanted to get saved up on a cross. I was one of those names. My name was on the cross and people were praying for me by name. Not long after that, I went to an Elam small group with my wife. We got saved in that small group and we got baptized at Elam. And in February 2005, just one year later, I started as a student at Elam Leadership College. As a result of one small prayer from someone in the church, I came into God's purpose with, for my life. Come on church, God is so good. If he's been good to you, here's what, here's what gets me excited. And, and here's why I love Vision Sunday. If He did it for me, and maybe He did it for you, who else could God do it for? Who else has God placed us in this community for? Who else has God positioned us for as a church to reach and to serve and to influence? I believe that God is calling us to dream a whole lot bigger. I believe that God is calling us to have a vision that is far beyond what we have, what we see. In fact, I'm believing this year we're gonna see more souls saved than we've ever seen before. I'm believing that God is gonna give us greater levels of influence and spheres of influence that we've never seen before. I, I so agree with Pastor Luke. It's like uh, with all that God has done and all that we've been, it feels like we're only just getting started. It feels like we're only just at the beginning of what God wants to build. And I don't blame you, Luke, for not wanting to retire because it's so exciting to be a part of what God is doing here. I'm believing that this campus right here will grow to be a campus of 4,000 people showing up on a Sunday morning. I'm believing that we're gonna have 400 plus small groups in our church that are reaching all the people around this. Uh, if you get a little bit excited, you can clap if you want to. Uh, I'm, I just, I'm believing that God is gonna bring us more broken people that find freedom and hope and purpose. And God's positioned us to help people to know Him and live out their God-given purpose. Big vision, big vision. I, I, I don't believe that God wants us to dream small. I believe God wants us to dream big because even in our big dreams, God's dreams are far beyond, infinitely above all that we could hope, dream, and ask or imagine. Can I tell you that over the last two months, we've seen some of the largest services we've ever seen as a church here in Botany. And uh, I'm, it gets me a little bit excited just to know that God is moving, uh, God is doing something, and we get to be a part of that. And uh, you know, with this Vision Sunday, we wanna just share a bit of what is going on, but I also wanted to speak to the last few Vision Sundays. Uh, for the last few years, we have been uh, really pointing our Vision Sunday and our Vision offering towards uh, generating some funds to do an upgrade and updates of our facilities here in Botany. So the last few years, we've been putting our Vision offering that we've received into a separate account that has been set aside for this work to upgrade and update our facilities. Like Pastor Luke said, uh, we are badly in need of some upgrades. We are, like, don't get me wrong, we are so thankful for 
for what we have. I mean, unbelievable facilities with what we have, but really the, the, the heart that we have is to create and update facilities for a modern, growing church. Because here's the thing, I talked last week about big faith. Big faith doesn't plan for where you are. It doesn't take any faith to plan for where you are. It doesn't take any faith to prepare for where you are. It takes big faith to believe and prepare for where you're gonna be. And we're not building a church for now. We're building a church for 20 years time. We're not creating facilities for what suits us now. We're creating a church and facilities that suit us for those who God's gonna bring us over the next 20 years. And so we wanna prepare for that. We wanna lean into that and make space and prepare for more. And don't get me wrong. This is never about buildings. It's never about facilities. This is always about people. It's always about the people God is bringing us and how can we serve them better? How can we reach them better? How can we, what we have accommodate people at, at a greater level? And so our intention over the next season is to take whatever vision offering we have this year, uh, couple that with the ones we've had for the last previous years, uh, and then also to couple that with whatever finances we get off the sale of the car park on the top corner and use, that, use those funds to redevelop and reinvest here in the Botany location. Uh, this church has been such a blessing to our campus into our movement. We've given so much and we've been such a blessing and we really feel it's time to reinvest back into the facilities here and do the improvements we need. So let me give you a little quick snapshot unpack of what that looks like and, and I want you to catch the picture, catch the vision, see what we see and, and uh, let that stir your faith a little bit here today. So first and foremost, we wanna make some good plans to maximize the site here at 159 Botany. We wanna make sure we're making the absolute most of every square meter on this facility, on this site right here. We wanna do a modernization and updating of all our facilities here, increase capacity in the auditorium. Uh, we wanna make room and make space for more. Uh, our services are filling up. They're gonna keep filling up. We're gonna find ourselves running into problems. So we wanna increase capacity uh, to a degree, but we we also wanna create, uh, increase a bit of like breathing space. Cause some of you right now are sitting in economy seats, like not even economy, like the, the other, the lower end of economy. If the if planes had a lesser end, some of you, you're like your knees are at your chin, you're trying to take notes. Uh, it's just, it's not great. So we wanna create a little bit more breathing room and, and some better aisles and, and a bit more space uh, for you. Move maybe to more of a premium economy kind of seat in Jesus' name. Uh, just really, it's all about future growth and people God's gonna bring us. We wanna do some technical upgrades in our auditorium and our systems, our tech, to make sure we're communicating well and effectively. We wanna increase car parking spaces. And so, like you said, you're probably thinking, how are we gonna increase car parking if we're gonna sell car parking? Well, what we wanna do is uh, remove all the, a bunch of, as many as we can, single level buildings off this site to increase our car parking that is on this 159 site, create a much better traffic flow and in and out flow. Uh, we will be, that car park will be gone, but we know that we can replace place all of those car parks on this site and then some. So we wanna create more. Right now on, a, on any particular Sunday at a 10 a.m. service, there are people that drive in and literally cannot find a space, so drive on. And that breaks my heart that people wanna get to church and there's just no room. We're gonna fix that problem in Jesus' name. We wanna make sure that there is room for people. We wanna do an expansion and development of the cafe and foyer space. Right now, that just is not uh, fit for purpose for the size of church that we are and for what we wanna do for a modern church. So wanna do a good upgrade, expand the cafe facilities, make them bigger, uh, make a big expansive foyer, better cafe, functional cafe, real coffee in Jesus' name. Some of you are like, here, take my money now. Take it now. I just, if whatever you need, man, I'm, I'm doing that. We want to create spaces that meet the needs of our guests, great guest facilities, functional, modern, contemporary, really beautiful space that is gonna help us do what God is calling us to do. We wanna improve our bathroom facilities, make them better, but also add some more bathrooms, ladies, amen. Uh, and 
and just improve that overall. Uh, we want to create some purpose-built children's spaces so we can meet the needs of our kids and our family ministries and all those under fives right the way through. We can serve them better. And lastly, we want to create a, um, a purpose-built parents' room that has feeding rooms and has sleep rooms and has an ability to live stream into that, into that room and create a much better space. Right now, we're not serving those uh, families with young children as best as we can, so we want to accommodate them and, and appropriately care for them uh, in that area. So overall, church, we want to just really revamp what we have, make it modern, make it up-to-date, bring all our facilities in line, not just with where we are, but with where we're gonna be. This is about removing growth barriers, removing obstacles to our growth and to our ability to, to see people come to this place and, and grow our congregation. As I said, this is about big faith. This is about believing in the bigness of God and preparing not for where we are, but preparing for where we're gonna be. We can be just fine to tick along just as we are, but we believe that God has called us to more. We believe that God has called us to reach more people. And uh, what we're asking, church, is that you would partner with us in vision, in belief, in dream, in prayer. And you'd also partner with us financially to say, let's make this dream a reality. Let's see this vision become something that we can partner in on and see more and more people come to know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, make a difference with their life. Like I said, I'm believing for more and more and more people, God to bring us, that we can see go forward into the kingdom of God. And you and I get the opportunity to sow into that, to partner into that, and every dollar is gonna make a massive difference. Can I let you in on something really cool. Um, we have, uh, we've received a, a, our vision offering already in our 8.30 service. Uh, we're gonna receive here in a few moments time, but we actually received some money into our vision offering before we'd even taken a vision offering. And that money came uh, this week, early this week. And what's amazing, the, the first dollars given to our vision offering was given by somebody who doesn't even come to our church. Isn't that amazing? So this week, uh, on Monday or Tuesday morning, a couple walked into our church. They'd found a special giving envelope um, somewhere. They don't come to our church. They're not part of our church congregation. They're not connected to us. But for some reason, they had it on their heart to come and give to us. So they came, they had a special giving envelope, and they gave $2,500 into our vision offering. They don't even call this church home. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? That excites me because I feel like God is stirring something in the hearts of all people to, to, to sow into what we're doing here. And if those who don't even call this church home are given that much money, good grief. I'm excited about what God is doing in this place. And we expand and we grow and we push out and we don't sit still. Why? Here's a couple of reasons. Number one, because God loves more because God loves more. If we think that this is the end of it and we're all good and we're happy, you gotta think again, because God always loves more. God goes after the one and leaves the 99. God's heart and desire is for lost people and God is always looking for, for more. Second Peter 3 verse nine says this, the Lord does not delay as though he were unable to act and is not slow about his promise as some count slowness, but is extraordinarily patient towards you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all Someone say all, all, for all to come to repentance. God's heart is for all. And so we, we have to be a church that's about more because God loves more. God loves more than just me. He loves more than just you. He loves this world and He's called us to be here to reach them. God loves more. And secondly, we keep going out, we keep pushing, we keep believing for big vision. Why? Because God has more. God loves more and God has more. Like we said, God has infinitely, abundantly above. He can do all that beyond our dreams and our ask, beyond anything we could comprehend. God wants to do far more than that. First Corinthians 2.9, 
What no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no human mind has conceived, the things that God has prepared for those who love Him. We think we've got this great vision. God's like, you haven't even seen anything yet. God has got far more for us than we could ever hope, dream, or imagine. And and I wanna encourage you, as we give in our vision offering, as you partner in with this vision, this dream we have to see our facilities developed and expanded, that the heart of all we have is always because God loves more, God has more, and we wanna take hold of everything that He has for us. Let's believe together in the bigness of God. Let's believe together that God could truly use us to be a wrecking ball force for the kingdom of God in this city, in this nation, for His kingdom's purposes. You know, um, it's always interesting for me when when you talk, when we do sort of messages like this, um, that, we come to the end, of, we come to sort of a time where we wanna give, but then my heart is always to give an invitation to anyone who in this room might not know Jesus um, to come to know him. And it's always like this, this thing where, okay, cool, so now I've gotta go from talking about buildings to talking about give your life to Jesus. But what I, what I love about God is that God brings people here, and some of you may be here in this room today, you've come today because God's been stirring your heart to come to church. And it didn't matter what I said today, you were here because you needed to get your life right with God. The day I got saved, some crazy lunatic ex-KKK grand wizard was preaching. I can't remember a word he said. All I knew was I was coming to give my life to Jesus. And I know for some of you today, we've talked a whole lot about a whole lot of stuff and you've heard nothing because you're here to give your life to Jesus. And, and I wanna let you know that is our heart, that is our intention, is that we never ever leave without an opportunity for you to come to know him. And I know there's people in this room today that you've, you're here, your heart's been stirred, and you're here today because uh, God's brought you here. God's stirred your heart, and maybe you're here today and you're a bit broken. Maybe you came to church today and someone brought you along, or maybe you came today because you were just like, man, I need to get my life right with God today. I would love to extend that very simple invitation to you to come to know him. I'd love to extend the invitation that you came here for. I'd love to do the very thing for you and lead you in, something that you knew you were coming to church today for. And I wanna invite everyone in this room just to take a moment to bow your heads and to close your eyes. Just just take a moment before God today. And I would, it would be my honor and my joy to lead you in a very simple prayer. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus or maybe you you did once but you're far from Him or maybe today you've come to church because you know this is, I just gotta get my life right with God. This is my day, this is my moment. And God's stirring you, God's leading you here. And I would love to lead you in a very simple prayer of surrender, giving your life into the hands of God. The truth is, friends, that God loves you so much. We all sin, we all mess up, we all fall short of God's standard. And God, in His grace, He sent His own Son, Jesus, to a cross. When He died on that cross, He took upon Himself what you and I would do for our sin. And He extends to you today His free gift of grace. You are forgiven of your sins. You get a brand new life, a new life that starts right here, right now. The Bible calls that being born again by His Spirit. It's a brand new life. You get made new from the inside out. You get a great hope for your future. God's got plans for you, wants to use you, wants to use you to change this world. Then you get this great promise of eternity with Him in heaven. And I would love to lead you in a very simple prayer. If that's you today and you came to church, you knew today's your day to get right with God. I wanna lead you in this simple prayer. I'll pray it out loud. You just pray it in your hearts. Just say these words, say, God, today, I surrender my life to You. I know I've sinned and I know I've messed up, but I do believe, Jesus, You died for me. So right now, I commit my life into Your hands. I ask You to come in, 
be the Lord of my life. I choose from this moment to follow you. In Jesus' name. Just with your eyes still closed and head bowed. If you prayed that prayer today and you know who you are, I want you to do something really brave for me. What I'm gonna do is I'm, I'm gonna count to three. And on the count of three, I want you to be really brave right you are, where you are. And I want you to lift your hand up nice and high. Now, I'm not gonna embarrass you or call you out. I just wanna acknowledge your hand and I wanna see you. And you can pop your hand straight back down. Are you ready if you pray that prayer? On the count of three, one, two, three. You lift your hands up nice and high. Yes, God bless you right down the back. I see you guys there. Yes, amazing. Yes, I see you too. Amazing. Anyone else saying, Steve, that's me, count me in. I prayed that prayer. I wanna know him. I wanna know Jesus. I wanna know this life he has for me. Incredible. God, we thank you. Yes, I see you too, man. God, we thank you so much for what you're doing here today. I bless each one who's responded to your voice. I thank you for them. Thank you for bringing them here. And God, I pray your blessing upon them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come on, church, put your hands together for those who said yes to Jesus today. Incredible. All right, let's just hold, let's just hold those offering buckets for one minute. Uh, I just want to talk to one thing. Church, if you're here and you did say yes to Jesus, uh, I would love for you to do something. I'd love for you just to grab this little Connect card. Can we just hold the offering buckets for a second? Thanks, guys. Grab this little Connect card. On this Connect card, uh, there's a little a box you can tick that says, I'm committing or recommitting my life to Christ. Just if you, if you want to go on this journey with Him, just tick that box. Drop it in the offering bucket as it goes by. If you want to get baptised, we're doing baptisms next week. Uh, if you're not baptised and you want to get water baptised, it will be our joy to help you in that and to, to walk that journey with you. And so uh, if you want to, you can tick the box. If you want to get in a small group, if you want to get on our dream team, tick the box. We'd love to help you. Growth Track kicks off in two weeks. If you want to discover the purpose God made,